welcome to episode 190 of More Than Dice. I can hear no sound playing on any device right now, so hopefully Skype I can still hear. Kathy, can you still hear me? I can hear you. Okay, so Kathy can hear me. I cannot hear anything that is happening on any of our channels or any of our programs, so we'll just have to worry about that after the stream. Um, so we'll get that going. Welcome to episode 190 of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. It's funny, I was just reflexively waiting for John to say, I'm John. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, well, that one I can le legitimately there. blame on Banion because he was in my way in that kitchen. Banion. Thanks, Banion. You just threw off the whole thing. Now he we can't hear you. He's over. still making his drink. <laughs> <sighs> um, flip that and show it to him later. I, Apparently you're the loud. I have not changed a single thing. That is so weird. Yes, yeah, so I haven't touched anything. I'll turn. Because he seems super quiet in. I'm in gonna my turn myself down even more. I have not touched a single thing. All I did was hit the record button. So odd. It is. I have no. Mike is way on. more powerful apparently. Yeah. I don't know. All right, I turn myself down even more, El Marshall. So hopefully that'll do it. No, I have no clue. I am way below them in decibels now. So, welcome to another episode. Today, uh, we're just going to do just a uh, kind of hang out and paint and talk about stuff. Um, other than that, um, we want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting all of our files, uh, where you can find us on everything and everywhere. Um, do we have any tributes this week, John? Not that came across my... Uh... My feed, the only RIP that came across my feed is apparently people being stupid. Not an actual dead person. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't had anything. I didn't see anything either, so I mean. <laughs> I mean, rip Twitch's uh, IT and oh. Facebook's IT. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a double whammy this week. Yeah. yeah. Not only did uh, Facebook go down and cause a, a bunch of scientists to uh, not able to research their own research on the vaccine um, for six hours. Um. <laughs> it, it actually affected a lot of people. So yeah, it like, did. Like, people have been a little up in arms about that. You know, like, oh, go out and meet people, talk about. Like, look, this is the way life is now. Facebook yeah. is in it. This is how a lot of people communicate. Like, a lot of old people retire, and that's how they keep in touch with everyone. They got groups they go to. Just because you don't consume Facebook the way other people do doesn't mean that it's. It doesn't matter that it went down. Yeah, just go, oh, that's interesting. It didn't affect me. And then go on with your life. It's okay. Thumbs up to you. You know, stop stop judging. Yeah. Stop judging I, don't, I don't need to hear about the evil empire. I mean, yeah, you know, we, we know I, I know what it is, but it's also a vehicle for a great many small businesses that would not be in business otherwise. Mm. Yep. So word. Yeah, that's see, kept the music can play Pokemon Go. That's that's I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> it affects people in different ways. So yeah, I mean that was actually I mean, because a lot of people do a lot of business through Facebook, so yeah, yeah. I get that. But it was just a running joke. Uh and oh, it's Twitch. A good, it's a good funny running joke. If some people were a little more than joking about it, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then of course Twitch got everything uh All their data stolen. <laughs> All their data. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was stolen, and the interesting part was that all the people uh, got to see how much all their favorite Twitch streamers receive monthly. Yep. In payouts, 
not because it was interesting. Well, it was just also, payouts. Keep in mind, the the raw data is actually like two years worth of payouts. Well, they, someone did post out what this person got paid last month. Oh yeah, we're just yeah. Talking about it. but all the big ones they're they're sharing you is know what? over. More power to them if they can if they can game Twitch it's... in that way. More power to them. Twitch don't care. They ain't being gamed. Twitch is like we making money I... hand over fist. We yeah, good. But yeah. they play the game the right way in order to to make money at it. More power to them. They they are bringing entertainment and people pay what they want to. There's no one putting a gun to their head. They're yep. paying what they want to for that yep. entertainment and. You know, God bless them. Keep going. Keep doing your thing. If you're bringing joy to people and they're willing to give you their money, it sounds awesome to me. Yeah. yeah. It was just interesting because some people were like, wow, I'm not going to donate to them anymore. They already make don't a be, few million oh, dollars. Don't be like, jealous. I mean, like, that's all it is. That's the, you know, some people can't stand to see other people succeed. I don't understand it. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. I mean, I like burning as much as the next person, but geez. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, uh, spoiler, we're not on that list, in case you're wondering. It doesn't go down that low. <laughs> um, what else? I, that was about it. I mean, they're... Oh, poor in, and Instagram went down, too, because it's part of Facebook. So yeah. I mean, that, that, did. That, that affected me even less than anything else. So yeah. I was at work, and Facebook even affected me, and that affected me less. <laughs> Um, so, John, what are you drinking tonight, by the way? I'm drinking a Mexican mule. What is a Mexican mule? Mexican mule is basically a, uh, it's just like a mule with tequila instead of vodka. Oh, I didn't know. Really? Yeah, I, I don't so drink it, It's in Mexico meals. instead of Russia. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, so for those of you who want the actual... I know my geography and my geographic liquors. It's tequila, lime juice, and ginger beer. And I'll say it all the time, use ginger beer. Do not, not use ginger, ginger ale. ale. Fuck your ginger ale. Throw that shit in the garbage. It's nothing. Don't it's your throw ginger it in beer. the garbage. Just don't use it in a mule. No, garbage. Do not buy anymore. <laughs> ginger beer. Ginger ale is no, I'm here to tell you. If you like, if you like a, a good Moscow Mule, you should definitely try a Mexican Mule. It is super tasty. Tequila is delicious, and I would rather have a, a Mexican Mule. I prefer it over vodka any day. Uh, Kathy, what are you drinking? I have what's left of uh, gin and tonic, and then I will be drinking tea because there's almost nothing left of my gin and tonic. I am drinking some Remy Martin XO. I uh, got a bottle of it this week, so... You didn't crack that. open the Macallan? Oh, the Macallan was cracked open the minute it walked in the door, and I had some last night. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the Macallan was cracked open last night. So, uh, guys, please be safe out there. Please still wear your mask. Get vaccinated. Make sure that we get to see you during HugCon 2021. I almost said 2020. Two. 2022. Yeah, um, <laughs> so we can see you all at Adepticon because uh, we're all going to be there for that, and it'll be nice to see all of yeah. our friends and family and. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So. Awesome. To everybody out there, stay safe. Cheers. 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 For the record, my tea is chai tea. This is a uh, delicious chai. 
Mizzy, if you don't like vodka either, get some good whiskey. You can make a, uh, a whiskey mule, and they are very good as well. Just don't use the really good stuff on it. That seems like a waste. Use some middling stuff. I've done it with the uh, Japanese whiskeys I have. Uh, the Centauri Toki whiskey was very good in a mule. Very good. Uh, the Jameson's uh, Stout Edition that uh, Banyan has makes a very good mule as well. Interesting flavors to that one. There you go. I uh, I did download some 3D cat ears, so we will be having that as a uh, my own. Since John has Transformers and Kathy has Stretch, I'll have ears Yay. as mine. I just got to get them printed and painted up. I'll probably do it the same color as this green on the headset, the inside green, so it'll kind of look cool. So I can just do that. So I, I got to get it. I've just got other things in the works. So you got to get it. <laughs> get it. Yeah. I'll be setting it up as a print. Shouldn't take too long. I'll, I'll do a resin print of it. So it'll be uh, a lot cooler and quicker other than that, which it means I've been, I've been actually, people have been ordering a lot of 3d print stuff from me. Um, I have some people are desperate to have the, uh, MCP terrain that I've been printing out. Uh, oh, that's because cool. that's been good. That's been going pretty hot, but those take forever to print. Um, they take a long, long time. Just for the simple fact that it's on uh, the FDM printer. So, but I just got good news. What'd you get? The 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 legal team at T Public has gotten back to me about their takedown of my account, which had one shirt. And only one shirt on it, which was HugCon 2022. Because somehow, you know, I don't know if somebody reported it or what, because, you know, who knows? Who knows? But, so I contacted them. And my account has been reinstated. Wait, why did your, what was, why'd you get, I, I don't understand. I was going to ask why she didn't tell me, but I'm pretty sure it's because I'm sure I wouldn't go there and, and, and beat them to a pulp because that's the stupidest thing I've heard in a bit. Who knows? All I know is the day after I posted my t-shirt design for HugCon 2022, which basically was hippie-style font text that said HugCon 2022, and my name and my Twitch, right? That's it. No yeah. pictures, no art, nothing else. That's it. And the next day I get this email that says that I was in violation of their terms of service. And I was like, how? How? I read that terms of service like 20 times. I'm like, how? Like, A, how. B, how. And C, fuck you. How? But at, at the bottom of the email, it had a contact for their, their legal thing if I had a, you know, problem with that. So, of course, I contacted them, and they got back to me, and then I sent them information, and now they've gotten back to me that my account has been reinstated. So, hooray for Kathy. I mean, I would have understood if there was, like, an already convention called HugCon. I know, I know, and I, I searched, I searched, I Googled it. Nothing. Yeah. And I searched T Public in case somebody else was making a shirt that said that. Not that it matters because text isn't really correct. You know, 
Uh, but no, there wasn't anything. There were things about hugging, of course. Of course. And, uh... Yeah, I just did a yeah. quick search of HugCon, and nothing came up that was, you know, there's not an actual yeah. hug convention. Nothing. nothing. I was like, you don't understand this. So, yeah. Weird. Well, the thing is, if, you, if you're able to use a font, then it's either free or you paid for it or I guess maybe you pirated it but at any rate it's the font yeah, yeah. and you're I, I don't know what the picture lo what it looked like but it you know I'm sure it was that little the hippie bubbly type font or whatever yeah, yeah. the hippie bubbly type font that you see yeah which uh, everybody in their world uses so yep. I mean I wouldn't think that that and and to do a copyright violation, you would have to actually show that you have proof it didn't, of a copyright. It didn't say how how terms of service was violated. There was nothing about in what way it was violated because they that would require an actual person to look at it and make a decision about it. And I don't think anyone actually looked at it. They maybe got a complaint. I don't know why, but you know, there's people out there that just surf things and report I mean, things for well, kicks usually you have to prove that you have because i had to do this for warfare weekend uh someone in japan was trying to copyright um warfare weekend and our logo and stuff and i proved that i have the copyright on it and oh i did i did uh i had to send in my original layers uh-huh my my uh file with the layers of artwork of you know text basically yeah because i had and, to do uh, that the, and i was the, like the, the, the design that I used to make it look like it was distressed text. Yeah, because you usually have to prove it. Even to do a copyright, you know, strike on somebody, you have to have some type of you, proof that you, it's yours. No, no. You don't have to prove shit to do a copyright strike. You just tell the company, and they're so scared, they take it down and see if you will challenge it. That's yeah. how it works for yeah. everything nowadays. Oh, see, I had, when I had to copyright someone for uh, Warfare Weekend and More Than Dice, uh, I, had to, I had to do that, and I had to show that how how do you have what why are you doing this and why can you and i was like because i own this copyright and they're like okay how do you own it and i had to prove it but it was like just simple you know i showed our web page and our logo and stuff like that so it was quick and easy but now for most of the things like if you're on youtube and you have a fair use video they'll take it down you have to prove it's fair use to them yeah that's right. so that's not vice versa yeah. that's the boat i was in and it was easy it just wasn't quick you know it just it took yeah, cause you mentioned that, and now I remember you saying you were going to make a hug con T-shirt that I need to purchase one of. Yeah, I remember well, now it's up that. there. It's it's up there on my uh, T Public. Yeah, send me a link. <laughs> I have. I will. I will get one because I have, I have one. Watch well, watch a designated day at a hug con to wear it. So we all wear it, yeah. and then people or, start freaking or, out. Or or you get one of different colors or styles and wear one for each day. I was totally going to say that to you, Kathy. Right. You're awesome. Or I mean, you go even even ghetto, and you just get one. You wear it all three days. Fuck it. No, no. Use good deodorant. No. Don't spit your alcohol. No. You wear it on Thursday, and then you hang it up, and then you wear it on Sunday. <laughs> By then, any any aroma might have dissipated. I don't know. Febreze, yo, Febreze, salts a lot of shit. <laughs> oh. No. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
I, I have a very sense of sm very 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 powerful sense of smell, and that would just oh. So I'm gonna switch over to the paint cam real quick. Working over there. So, yeah. See, I can't hear the little splash screen. The stinger go off now. So I'll have to figure I out what that either. is. Okay. Chat room, can you hear the stinger go off? I don't. By think the it. way, I think that one right there, sort of. Uh, oh. Bottom row is sort of a fourth one from the uh, from the left is the stinger. So I have no clue. I'll have to go back and try to figure out and reset, maybe reset everything to default and such. That that was a BattleTech joke for everyone. Yeah. Right there. I'm pointing. You guys can't see me pointing at him, but I'm pointing right at the stinger. Right here. Right here. No. The fourth. Jesus Christ. Can you count? Fourth one over from the left? One, two, three, four. There you go. That's a stinger. That's a no, stinger. No, that's fifth. Jesus Christ. Look, look, look. Look, you can see my you can see my door. What my shirt looks like. That's I mean, it. <laughs> it's not complex. Uh, oh thanks. Get your pop up out of here, fucker. <laughs> All not right. complex. Add bookmark, geek stuff. Done. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's an extra dollar for my size. That's fine. I'm oppressing you. I'm oppressing help, you. Help, help, I'm being oppressed. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to paint this and. You're shaking paint, right? Yes. Yeah, because otherwise we're violating terms of service, something fierce. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ah! skull. I like that it's missing those teeth in the front there. It's um earthquake. No. <laughs> By the way, uh, talking about shaking and going ah, I watched uh, uh Muppet Haunted Mansion this week. I'm not sure how those are related, and I'm not sure I want to know how those are related. Some some questions are best left unanswered. Uh, I have not seen Muppet, Muppet, Muppet Haunted Mansion, and based on reviews I've seen online, I will not be seeing Muppet Haunted Mansion. I, yeah, I never heard of it. It's new. It just came out. Yeah, came out. yeah. It's funny, when you get someone painting something that everyone's painted, like a skull, you see the different ways that people do it. Uh-huh. Because Gonzo paints that way differently than I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have my own special way of painting skulls. I'm always amazed when I find somebody else who has, uh, who paints them like I do. So, usually what I do is I prime it white, then do a wash over it, usually a brown, fleshy wash, and then I dry brush it with kind of like a bleach bone type look type and since this is a really big piece it's going to just be you know quick and dirty type thing and then I will I will then go over it with white and then do details on it because I mean this thing's going to be seeing some damage and so on and so forth so it's not like it's going to be excuse me tasty not really I mean, I'm so not... how do you paint your skulls, John? Well, um, I'll actually start with a really dark, with, with a black or a really dark brown. 
and then just do layers of dry brush over that and then maybe like a really watered down uh, sepia type of wash over it at the end and then maybe a couple quick touch-ups to bring up the highest points afterwards. But I always go super dark with it. Like I've actually had white bottles that were primed white and I actually just washed them black. I'd actually probably nowadays just use the uh, the black contrast on it and then dry brush up from there. Just because you get that full depth that way. Uh, my buddy uh, Ed uh, Framer, Ed Gouda, who uh, actually also has won Golden Demon and as many as you, Kathy. Uh, he actually was uh, a big undead guy and showed me how to uh, how he did it, and I used to start it there. Well, Marshall says the skull needs a gold tooth, and I kind of agree with that. I think I should uh, paint yeah. one of them gold. Okay. I got gold. See, there, there, what's funny is there was, there's actually two prints of this. This one, and then there was another one. It's the same thing, but it was a tarantula sitting on top of it. And mm. I was like, eh, I think I'm just going to go just no tarantula. Yeah. Uh, so, Legionnaires, I saw your Stone Rose question, but I've never used Stone Rose Gray, so I can't answer that. Oh. Kathy might be able He's, to. I've, I've used lots of Steinores, but I didn't. I don't know anything about the other one. Yeah, so Kathy's used Steinores, but does not know how it stands up to Adepticus, to a, was it Adepticus Mechanicus Gray, whatever it is. Mechanicus I, uh, Standard I have, Gray. I have no idea. All I know is uh, Steinores is amazing, and they have, they have a gray that, when you use it, looks just like uh, gray plastic. So, so it's a little light. It'll be a little bit lighter. And it looks and it looks basically like plastic models in front of you. Now, what you could do if you need it darker uh, is mix a little bit of black with it. I know nobody likes it when I say mix a little bit of anything with anything. It it freaks people out. But uh, if you mix been... a little bit of black with it, it'll be darker. Well, to to paint cable to get I don't have the right blue handy to do the color I wanted for his. Uh for his uh, uh, suit, so I had to actually mix to make the color, which made that day take longer because I mixed it towards the end and went, wow, this looks really good. I was, that, that, all right, fuck it, let's go. Find some more stuff to use it. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, no, I had to go on him. I had to get a little bit of, uh, put a tiny bit of uh, mixing media in it to make it go a little further than it would have otherwise. Mm -hmm. But actually, honestly, the more I'm using mixing mediums and stuff, the more I want to. That's how I got that... Uh, Taskmaster cloak to come out. Uh, I would say very well. Yeah, it, it, no, it came out. Oh, really I well. love the medium, like Lamian medium or the Vallejo glaze medium. There, I used to use those all the time when I before I started using the wet palette. I don't, I don't use them so much now, but uh, yeah, this is just P3 mixing medium. Yeah, which is probably the same stuff. I'm probably sure the it. same thing. Yeah. Now, if um, I use, I don't know if, if if the P3 medium works the same way, but if I use like a Glejo, Vallejo glaze medium, uh, if, if I only use a little bit of paint and a lot of medium, it's almost like I can make my own wash, like my own, and it, it, it's like the Citadel washes, mm -hmm. you know, similar. It, I, I've done it, it's been, it's a little less Citadel washy when I've done it, but... Um... I don't know. It's weird. It's just like a good, I want to say watered down, but not watered down. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. You can do a lot of good effects with it. It thins. It thins. Yeah, it's a thinner. It yeah, it's a thinner. Well, it thins it without making it watery, so it doesn't just. It'll stay it's, where you put it. Does the Privateer Press one sort of increase the drying time by a little bit too? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Because the that's what I liked about the Lamia Medium from Citadel and the Vallejo Glaze Medium is they they increase that drying time so you know the paint lasts a little bit longer not a lot longer but a little a little bit yeah that's why i used it on uh the other night uh Mine i miss a so... couple let's go uh, hail hydrate hydrate Ooh. he's a strong believer in hydration me too my well, mixing paint always seems like i can't get the color the same between paint sessions you can't that's that's a thing unfortunately uh Legionnaires. It's one of the things that I love about painting Marvel Crisis Protocol models. Like, it's very rare I'll have to have the same color on two different models. And if I did, I'd paint it at the same time. God, terms of service, rip. <laughs> Another one? It's just Gonzo shaking paint. Honest. Honest. So, Gons, are you going to go back and uh, do some of those, uh, you know, nicks and and cracks and all with the darker color again? Yeah, I'm going to take and get, um, use, like, uh, not like the, do some panel lining with it. Uh, I would actually suggest the contrast paint would work well. I was going to try it and see if I can get it to flow in there really well, just to, just to make those pop. I'm just worried it'd be too dark then. You think you'd want a brown so it's not oh, quite yeah, it's yeah. black. The black might be a little harsh depending on where you're using but it. But then again, if that's what the look you want, I mean, that's yeah. a, a good thing to know when you're painting things, people, is is if it's the look you want, fuck convention. If you like the way it looks, it's suddenly the right thing to be doing. Well, here, let me just test that real quick. Yeah, yeah. I got my panel liner. Let's yeah. do the panel liner real quick. The black is what you want in Let's the see. sockets of the teeth. I'll be honest, I've been using a lot more of the uh, contrast paints for uh, you know, stuff like that, you know, where you you can paint a full color in there, but just having the watery one makes it easier to to, make, easier to work with, honestly. Less likely you're going to fuck everything up. Yeah, too dark. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little too dark. Sweep it out. Get a paper towel quick and yeah, yeah. sip it out. Yeah, it just sops in too much. We'll do it. I, I mean, I got plenty of stuff to work with. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> so it's good to know what you're working with, you know? Did it work? Nope. Cool. Yep. Back up, punt. Yep. And that's the oh. great thing about, you know, something like an oil or even like a, I'll wait, I'll wait paint, acrylic paint off if it's like a watery paint. Mm -hmm. And I can catch it before it dries. Absolutely, I'll wipe it off with my finger or a paper towel or. You know. Oh yeah, when I'm doing the uh, the contrast paints in 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 crevices or depth or, or recesses, I'll I'll get the little bit off with my finger, a little bit off the edge with my finger. It'll work fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I did try one of the. What company is it that makes the other contrast paints? Give me a second. Let me find the one I have here. I didn't know someone else made contrast paint. Make the other, there's another contrast paint. Um, instant color. Didn't even know. Yeah, instant color. They're like they're like contrast paints. 
Oh, I have not heard of those. Right. They had them at the local store. They actually already have a they have a, a shaker in there, an agitator. Oh, uh, nice. You, you do you do have to uh, punch a hole in the top to get it to work because oh, it's steel. Oh, kind of like uh, scale seventy five. Yes, I think it's actually the same color, same company. Okay. Uh, but uh, actually, a good fan of it. I liked it. Uh, it is a dropper bottle, which is not necessarily pure advantage for that stuff, but uh, it worked well. You just throw it on your palate. Not your wet palate, your actual palate. Those of you out there. Uh, and then you can just brush on the amount you need. Because honestly, a lot of times I find myself wiping off part of the uh, contrast paint in the in the pot anyway. So. Yeah. It, so I I was pleased with them. They are they seem quality. Oh, this poor brush, so abused. Yes. I mean, it does the job, obviously. Yeah. It I screams I, the whole time. It does scream. It's like clean me, and I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> It'll say clean me, and I'll say no. I don't need. You know what? I'm looking at those uh, sutures in the skull, and I feel like for the most part. They, they don't even really need a. Well, I mean, at least the one on that side doesn't seem. Yeah, like this one's got a really wash. good dark. Well, I've got. I mean, this is an ivory, uh, a little bit darker white, not a pure white. So after I get with <coughs> this, I will go with a pure white, and we'll see if that makes it pop a little bit more. Yeah, I, I noticed that the the, uh, the dry brushing is starting to make them pop a little more. Mm-hmm. In certain places. Yep, that's a good good tip too. If you dry brush it a little heavy, back up and punt a little bit. I mean, like I said, this is this is just a, a just a a fun little thing for someone to have. Yeah, I mean it's dice tower, It'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Legionnaires, I don't know about pro kill paints at all. I've never used them. Yeah, I don't know either. I can't. Uh, that is I a can't question. Recommend. That is a question for Ferk Polo. If you talk to him next, Legionnaires. This is, I think this he's is used the it. One or, or Moe's Magic. Moe's will know, too. So, uh, Moe's actually plays Micro Online with Legionnaires and I, and also occasionally watches the podcast. He's actually going to do a whole big uh, uh, posts on all the paints as he's used them in their ups and downs. Oh, shit. My big tube of Utrecht uh, titanium white. I really like um, Vallejo white, I'll be honest. It's a good white. It's well, probably good. I ran out of my miniature paint white uh, a few years ago, and I looked all over for white in the house, and all I had was this huge tube of titanium white that I had had for like 20 years. So you're like, can I be using that? I said, well, maybe this will work. And uh, yeah, sure enough, it works just fine for painting miniatures. So I actually find with the white, you want a different white for a different job, theoretically. And this sounds really terrible. It's different white paint for a different job. That sounds better. Um, because the Vallejo one's a little thicker and does a really good co job of coating things. I have White's Alchemy, which is the Scale 75 white that's part of their line. Uh, and that's a little more fluid, a little less harsh, and a lot better for, well, you know, when you don't need it to fully cover everything in the universe. Oh, is there any, 
Now, Marsh wants to know, is there any magic in a bottle that does pearl? Ooh. Reaper pearl Kathy white. said Reaper pearl white. Um, honestly, what, couldn't you just do that with white and maybe like a satin finish instead? If the rest of the model's matte, do that bit in a satin finish. Would that do a little bit of that effect too, Kathy? I mean, it would, it would be shiny, but it wouldn't be iridescent like a pearl. Okay. And pearl white has got this just sort of iridescent quality, but, you know, you could probably mix a like a, a color shift paint mixed with white might be an interesting option for that. Yeah. Um, how's that? Uh, so, if you want to keep the iridescent quality, how does that work with a matte varnish? Is that gonna? No, do not do any type of varnish on any iridescent or color shift well, stuff. Do a gloss varnish if you're gonna do a varnish, because gloss varnish will retain the shiny. Matte varnish will will kill it dead. That's why I brought it up. I know that. I just yeah. I knew you knew. That was the one thing because whenever I was testing that out for my. Uh, Warcaster stuff, I was like, oh, let's just test this out on a piece of plastic. Oh, well, that fucked it up. And you know what? I you, I learned it from Dave Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that, that gloss varnish retains the, the shiny of the metallic, and that mm-hmm. matte varnish kills it. And I didn't know that before, and so now you do you do the metal, and then before you do any kind of a wash or glaze over that, you know, like in the shadows, like you sometimes do. You do your shiny varnish first, and then you do your your uh, your wash. And you your, do real you know, careful around the parts where they meet. Yeah, because that wash is going to be flat, and it's going to flatten it out just like a a matte varnish. So, and you you know, it's okay for it to, to kill the shine in the the recesses. But you, you don't want to kill the shine in the. Uh, That's all a the really good point. Parts. Really good point. Because actually, I used a color shift on Hawkeye's base. There's a Hydra symbol on his uh, tactical fuckery. <laughs> and uh, so I painted that in a color shift just because it was there. It was a cool reddish, you know, reddish color. I actually have him right here. Let's reach over, everyone. And I'm not really worried if it color shifts or not. I just really like the way the color looked on it. So. Not sure how well you guys can tell. You can tell a little bit, I guess. But uh, I like the way that works. So yeah, we'll probably gloss varnish that just so it looks shinier on the base. But we'll see. I mean, you can always tell. I can always just go over it a little bit with uh, the base color again after I do that, and then gloss varnish that if I have to. Uh, we all we all like to think of varnish as the final step, but it ain't always. No, in fact. Uh... I'm going to be doing a little more matte varnish on my Scissorine of Desire while I'm painting it. I've, I've probably used varnish on it a few times already because it's a big model and I have to handle it a lot. And so parts yeah. of it will start to rub off or get shiny. And so I just yep. have to put a layer on every so often. That is a great and point. I've done that on metal models too where you get that where it wants to rub off of all the you know the the sharp pointy bits mm-hmm. and varnishing it really helps helps it yeah, not do that i've done that. anything where i have to hold part of it i'll hold it paint that part get that part done varnish that part then i can hold my other part to paint the part i was holding originally and then you don't strip the part you started with 
like capes, if you use a cape separately, because uh, Marge and I were talking about Magneto, whose nexus is a fit on the cable on my big base models. Uh, and the capes got to be painted probably separately. So I'll paint it as much as I can on a bit, and then I'll have to varnish it so I don't fuck it up while I'm painting the other side or whatever, however I'm holding it. But oh, Kathy, you'll be, you'll be proud. When I did the domino, I actually did your trick, and I pinned her so that she'd go in something to paint. Because I can't just go over to the base, because then you wouldn't get any of the back of her painted, because it's a giant oh, wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> giant wall. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, there's her one I can see. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone else has. There's the wall, and there's her. She works perfectly so that she'd be ducking behind it. And yeah, yeah. I like say, that idea. Well, yeah, and a couple people say it's really big. I'm like, it's not as big as you think, because here is a normal model next to the wall. So it's really not that big. No, yeah, it didn't strike me as very big either. It's just... It's no weirder than any of the other basing stuff that they do. Indeed. The mystique looks like her gun's starting to bend. That's no point now. Oh, I did yeah, find... I've heard that a lot. I mean, I can just take the silencer off. It won't be a big deal then. It just look differently. I did find a smaller wall, but when I used her next to it, I found that it was... A little too short, you know? Like, it would work in a pinch, but I think I like the bigger wall better. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Alright, so what do we say? We want to do this tooth as our gold tooth? One of them. You pick. Nah, bigger tooth than that. Don't use small tooth. Fucking hey, man. Get this one? Big tooth. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. Well, I don't want to put it like right in the front, so it's going to be the, one of these two. How about yeah, that one? Yeah, he's missing so many teeth, there's yeah. not a whole lot to choose from. I'm, I'm putting that the one. other side. But this sure. one? Okay, all right. Left side, right side. Oh, there is one on the other side. Well, I don't know. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger by the toe. Put it over here. Hollers, make this him up. pay $50 every day, and my mom said to pick this one. The right, the the right one, the left one. You should always use know, the right one. Do the right one, <laughs> not the wrong one. Not the wrong one. Uh, That's how you make decisions in life, isn't it? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. No, no, Kathy, we have dice. We roll dice. I do eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, e even the right one, odd the left one. That was odd, the left one. See, even your dice agreed with me. Yeah. I got this with my dice bag. Uh, there, She was so upset that it took so long for me to get the dice bag. She's like, I'm going to throw in some dice. I'm like, you don't have to, but I appreciate it. So this one? Whatever Cassie said. That one. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Remember, there's a delay, Gonzo. No, no. That's your time. I waited. You should... Oh, well. I'll let him do his thing. So here's another one of the differences in how you can paint things. I actually always start with a... Uh, a either, like, tin bits of the old W color or a brown as a base for my gold. Oh, yeah. Gives you some good depth, just in case. Because gold doesn't cover white yeah. as well as you'd want no, it doesn't. It's, it's so now, thin. You can multi-code it. That works fine. Yeah. Or 
you're going to multi-code it anyway, so why not do something that gives you depth and you might like the way it looks. Little streaks might look darker in places. It might end up with something special. Or, worst case, ends up just the way it would have anyways. Holy crap, that's a white to Yeah, it'll be toned down. Yeah, uh, or black bronze. Or, I mean, I... Decayed Metal is the uh, Scale 75 version of that. And actually, Tinny Tin, if you go to uh, fucking, was it? Tinny Tin. Army Painter or Game Color, whatever one it is. I have a million of them. Look, I'm not... I'm never going to paint non-metallic metals, so I need to have a wide variety of metal colors. <laughs> metal. Too much metal for one I hand. Do have, I do have metal paint. I have, I do, I do. Also, I have a Turbo Dark paint called Spicy Meatball. Okay. And I absolutely love it. I really like the Turbo Dark ones. Even if you don't want the color shift, they're all they're pretty good metallic colors. This one is just the straight up metallic paint. Like okay. like, the color shift ones are good, and you can even you can use them over the regular metallic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the regular metallic ones, they have a lot of fun colors, too. I would actually say they're probably even better over a metallic base. Just uh, I did that one test uh, Sigmarite model, and I found uh, it's just a little weird painted over just black. You'd want something metallic as a base or something close. Like, if you use, like, a blue color shift, blue-purple. I have a blue-purple one, 3D, or blue-reddish-purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd want something underneath it that's one of those two colors to sort of enhance. I would say probably the purple end because the blue end's a lot stronger. Yeah. Merple. But, That's the one that that goes over spicy meatball, Merple. Merple? Okay. Nope, my mistake. Merple is one of the metallics. Where's the one I... Cloud 9. That's the one. Cloud 9. It goes from purple up to sort of a... There's a color in between that's almost like a silver, and then it goes to, like, a yellow-green. Yeah, they have a lot of really cool cool. color shifts. L. Marshall says, I think I used spicy meatball on Ghost Riders, like, God, it's just making me hungry. I have uh, Life on Mars. I don't remember if one of their color shifts or not, but it's a really good color. It's what I used on Hawkeye's uh, base on that uh, Hydra symbol. I I was looking for the paint that, and I'm like, I like kind of this thing's jib. Let me try that. Yeah, that's that's how you do it sometimes. So you have your paint somewhere you can see them. Crisis. Yes. How how do you not like a paint called Bubblegum Crisis? Because it's based I mean, off I... an anime. So you don't like it because it's based off an anime? <laughs> no, I'm just saying some people wouldn't. I mean, Me, I don't them's, care. Them's fighting words for John. <laughs> Bubblegum Crisis is one of my favorite animes. Yep. I even bought the RPG. My condolences. Ooh, fajita nachos. Why are we talking about food again? Because we always talk about food. That's true. That's you know, and I had meatballs with tortellini. I was just looking at the red rum, Paul. I was just holding it in my hand. Red rum, red rum. I have all of the Turbo Dork. I do not, dork. but I, uh, I like everything I've gotten from them. I think Which if is I ever... funny for somebody who doesn't use metallic paints very often, but I love them. Yeah, no, I mean, they're all just tools and the right tool for the right job. Yes. My scissorine is all, all the armor is metallic on it, and I used uh, 
a combination of uh, let's see, I have I have things right here. I have warp lock bronze from Citadel. Mm -hmm. That that was my base for my gold. As as Legionnaires mentioned, I'm just right here. It's my warp lock bronze, and then I used uh, Reaper cursed gold. Cursed. And I used the Afterburner Turbo Dark Color Shift on on my golds, the gold armor. Afterburner. Who's Taco Sunday there? Oh, I want tacos. <gasps> I would like tacos, but I have leftover pizza, so I will have leftover pizza. I after, think my but... friend and I, when we when we drive up to uh, up to Madison. You're going to have to stop for tacos on the way. I mean, that sounds like a good thing. Of course, it's not until the 22nd, but, you know. They're doing uh, something to look forward to. They're doing customer service appreciation week at my work, so there'll be some free food every day. Sweet. It will be the only time I actually eat Chick-fil-A, because I won't give those fuckers money, but if someone oh, else bought it already, yeah. I'll eat the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to go to waste. I mean, th there's a point. Once it's purchased, I, I cannot control it anymore, so I, I will just eat it as food to be consumed. So. The teeth uh, look so white. Yeah, I just give it a girl, just get a base coat of white, and then I'll go down and dull it down with some wash and some black. So, my thoughts on painting skulls is... I I envision them all like the uh, the woman the skeleton unearthed at Pompeii or Herculaneum rather, and which is the other village, the less well known village near Pompeii. Anyways, they unearthed the skeleton of this woman, and when you see the picture of it as I did as a kid in National Geographic, uh. It, it struck me that it was all this sort of brownish color. You know, it wasn't it wasn't white, except her teeth were white. But the but the rest of the skull had that sort of brownish, like freshly unearthed. And that's how I like to paint my skulls always. And they all yeah. end up looking like that. Also, I had that picture on my wall, like a poster as <laughs> a teenager. I mean, okay. Also, I wanted to be an archaeologist. I mean, then that absolutely fits. I am not going to judge. You had National Geographic pictures. I had comic book posters. Actually, I still have all those comic book posters. Legionnaires I don't, have them don't do it, Kathy. Well, well, Legionnaires, I think that ship has sailed some years ago. I don't know. It's never too late to start a new profession. It's never too late for back-breaking labor in the dirt and sunshine and insects. Wow, it sounds really horrible when you say it like that. I know. Back me up, though, Legionnaires. It's either that or it's paperwork. Well, paperwork is my life, so, <laughs> unfortunately. Or both. Can't paperwork. Be there, I know it's not all Indiana Jones and fortune and glory. <laughs> what? Legionnaires, do you at least get a revolver? 
If there's no revolvers <laughs> involved, I'm out. Uh, so my new hire told me that uh, she needs me to be her, her life coach because I'm so positive all the time. I want you guys to drink that in. I'm so positive all the time. Oh, she just doesn't know you very well, does she? Actually, no, I, I try to be very positive at work. Well, yeah, it's a front. Yeah, it's just called the work personality. Yeah, it's different. Well, I mean, you're sitting there at work, you gotta be you got to be there. You might as well make the best of it. That's how I always thought about it. But I would show up at work with my, you know, personable, you know, happiness, and everybody else couldn't deal with that that level of, uh, you know, being positive in the morning. Yes, Pinion, that's that's my average day. I did not kill anyone. I did not set anyone up anything on fire. Successful day. So he says work John is a different person than John. Not really. Just yes. because I don't use the customer service skills in you guys doesn't mean they're not still there. That's true, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't do podcast rants at work. Generally. Um, I do. They're just less F-bombs in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said. Yeah, we get the unfiltered version. I mean, it is what it is. And it's fine. There's it's certain fine. things, you know. We're working in customer service. We have to be happy. And if we're happy, we can be nicer. And then just be fucking happy. No, it's it's the circles. I show everyone I hire the circles. There's two circles. There's a large circle that's everything that fucking happens in the world. There's a little circle inside of it called the shit you can control. The only thing you should ever get upset about is that little circle inside, the shit you can control. Because you can't control the rest of that shit. If you get upset, you're just going to fucking go nuts. So don't. That's how it works. Quite literally, I draw that, like, I go through my notebook and I have it on, like, several pages as I'm training someone and show them the circles because... Not everyone understands that. Even I've had people who my age or older I've hired who didn't understand the circles and I had to explain it to them. Like, no, no, <laughs> you don't worry about this shit. You can't control it. Why are you yeah, going to get worried? There's no point. Yeah, you can't get the fuck out all about it. That paint looks like spicy peanut butter. Spicy mm. peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just a standard brown. You know what's coming up, guys? November. You know what November is? Peanut butter and jelly month at work, all month long. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Why? And if you think for one second I will not eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or two every day, you all are crazy. Yeah, like a chicken satay dip. Yes, yes. Benion, I don't know what kind of tacos you're eating, but I feel like maybe you should see a doctor. Uh. Maybe more there's like, something wrong. More like the aftermath of those uh, uh, pork tacos you made. The pork uh, pork uh, nachos you made. Oh. Meanwhile, that sounds lazy, but you work. I mean. Unless they also spring for. Oh, Nutella. But, Ooh, Nutella. So, Lazy Days, is it lazy or is that just the thing they do? They're 
providing more than they have to? Is that lazy? You know, it's one of those things. They There's a joke about magic players. I mean, they could have been making crepes, and then you put Nutella in those with some whipped cream and some bananas. No, that that would probably be Pandora jewelry where I used to work. They they would probably do that. Now I'm I not want actually because uh, they actually had food. They they feed you lunch and breakfast, and like they cater the whole thing. It was crazy, but pretty amazing. The quality of the peanut butter. I mean, skip. No, it, it doesn't. Legionnaires. Here's the thing. They're giving you more than they have to. There is no requirement for, for them to give me peanut butter and jelly in November. So I don't care. As long as it is a not horrible version of peanut butter and not horrible jelly, it's all good. On not horrible bread. Yeah, that helps too. But honestly, with good enough peanut butter and jelly, I don't fucking care. Ooh, I don't know. No, they, it's, I mean, it's all standard stuff. It's all stuff they just buy at the store. Let's go to Costco or something and get a bunch of peanut butter. Last time it was actually single serve packets to keep everyone healthy through uh, November COVID last year. So it was like little peanut butter packets, little jelly packets. I'm like, this is great. Oh, Captain Mizzy, that's a hell of a hot take. It is. I like to think what you meant was I really can't stand peanut butter. Oh, no. She mm -mm. don't ever bring peanut butter around her. Shut oh, your wow. mouth, El Marshall. Wow, it's it's hot take o'clock in the chat. Anyone else got some? You know what take? I want? I want a Nutella peanut butter sandwich. Um, I like the cut of your jib, Kathy. I'll be right over. <laughs> you bring the t Nutella. Okay. I have I'm, peanut butter. So I'm sure there's a store on the way that sells it, or seventeen. What's the preferred <laughs> jelly though? Grape. Grape. Yeah. Always great. Ooh, like, raspberry, though. I like raspberry. No one ever has raspberry. I would grab raspberries there. Strawberry is acceptable. But I'm definitely a grape jelly kind of guy. I don't care for chunky peanut butter. I like I like just the creamy. Yeah. I'll do chunky as a change of pace once in a while. You know, if you're doing a no, an entire month of peanut butter and jelly. Uh, like, yeah, I'd eat it. I mean, like if it, if it, like your company. If it was free... And I was hungry. I would eat it. Well, El, yes. El Marshall, honestly, I don't get the difference. Jam jelly. It's all the same to me. I think technically the strawberry jelly is actually more of a jam. Jam. Oh, shit. It's just not necessarily my jam. Ah, oh, crap. I got Make it. Take it a mess with everything. I fixed it. Yep. So what is the floor of the dice tower part where the dice land? What, what color is that going to be? Brown. The floor is lava. It's going to be brown, like dirt. It's not going to be red like the dirt on the outside? Yeah, same thing. This is, this oh. brown is just a normal brown. It dries oh, really funny because on the camera it looks like a, a red like a reddish orange yeah it looks actually looks for like this color i have uh from vallejo like called orange brown yeah well brown is just dark orange really true 
uh, what does he say? Nutella, peanut butter, and fluff? No. No. Oh, that's gross. I like marshmallows more than the next person, and I like fluff, but not with peanut butter and fluff. Yes, Bowie, the skull is a dice rolling tower, and you put yeah. the dice in through the eyes. Paul says, I'm a strawberry preserves guy, though the local farmer's market carries a three, wait, a three P, peach, Preserve. almond, pineapple. Um, All I could I, think in my head, I kept switching that around to P3, and I was like, what? <laughs> so my mom makes a tomato jam, which sounds gross, but it's really yummy. Well, in this case, I'll take your word on it, because it sounds gross. I know. All through Al as a kid, I thought it was, I never would try it because I thought it sounded just disgusting. But no. As it turns out, it's a fruit, and when you mix it with sugar and stuff, it tastes good, like a fruit. Okay. I mean, fair play. Hey, Josh. I would probably not necessarily try it myself, but if someone made one to hand it to me, I'm not going to say Yeah, anything. yeah, it's worth, yeah, it's worth trying if somebody hands it to you oh bacon jam my sister makes that i mean bacon she is my at jam. a restaurant though so she knows how to make it banehan found his puke in my account banehan is not a tomato fan uh, tomato gravy also sounds terrible yeah that doesn't sound very good different it's than a tomato sauce well, saw, I, I get the idea because sauce would be thicker and gravy would be more fluid, Better? and that's what makes it sound terrible. I don't know. I mean, I've put I've put tomato sauce in with uh, pot roast. Why would you ruin a pot roast like that? Oh, my God, it was so good. And then the gravy for it is like this tomato beef gravy. So good. Now I'm, I'm going to stand roast. by my statement of why would you ruin pot roast like that. What do you mean? Beef gravy is perfect for pot roast. Well, I mean, you make the gravy out of the out of the dripping. Yeah, but you, tomato you in add it the you really add wrong. the a little bit of tomato sauce while you're while you're cooking it, or actually before you even start cooking it. Uh, and then I it mean, just slow cooks in this water with this tomato and. Uh, and then towards the end, in the last, like, half hour, then you put up the, the diced potatoes and sweet potatoes and carrots. I mean, the rest of that sounds fine, but, like, I found it sounds like adding tomato sauce to a pot roast is adding a flavor to the pot roast I do not want. You, you, you just don't realize that you want it yet. Because you haven't had it. I mean, that's a fair fair point of view, but uh, I'm a big fan of pot roast as is. So. Uh... Well, so am I, but I think at the time I think it was needs must, and I I, I don't remember exactly why I, I chose to do that. I sometimes I, mean, I put orange juice in with it, so you know. I mean, again, willing to try uh, everything twice might have been doing it wrong the first time, but that doesn't. Maybe my That's idea was the, the the acidic nature of it would help break down the tissue and make it more tender, too, in addition to adding flavor. I mean, if you cook it long enough, it's tender. Well, it is, but... 
also extra flavor. Fair, but mm. I think that'd be an extra sauce you would add. Like, hey, I've got this tomato sauce to add to your pot roast if you want extra flavor. Well, it's not like it's it's not like I'm dumping spaghetti sauce in it. Huh. Well, the thing that's what it sounds like. I know it's not what you're doing, and it probably is perfectly fine and great. It just sounds really weird. Yeah. Well. I'm more adventurous, I guess. I mean, I'm adventurous. It's not like it's, I wouldn't eat it, uh, but... Tomato works with anything savory. You hear that, Banyan? Tomato works with everything, anything savory. Welcome to hell. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to puke about it kind of again. What? He does not like tomato. Well, he doesn't have to eat it. That's true. I'm not forcing anybody to eat tomato sauce. I will force you to eat my mom's tomato jam, though. <laughs> Sorry, it's instinctual reaction, like. I know, I know. It's weird. <laughs> Wait, not even in meatloaf? Not ketchup even in meatloaf? Yeah, you put a know. ketchup right over it and just bake it? Yeah. Well, That's yeah, what you but, do. Either but, that or you do uh, barbecue sauce. Like, I'll put barbecue sauce over it instead of uh, ketchup. Barbecue sauce does sound better, but I'll put ketchup on my, on my uh -huh, meatloaf. Uh -huh. That's fine. Yeah. That's how you they, do meatloaf. They both work. Hmm. These, are all uh, the, these are all my winter uh, things that I make. I've also had a meatloaf with, like, just a really thick beef gravy on it, too, that was fucking great, so... Oh, hey, guess what? It's the media section. I thought it was coming up. <laughs> I mean, we talked off about food now. A little bit of ketchup's okay, pizza sauce and spaghetti sauce. Yeah, he's... He doesn't like tomato being in the same, I don't know, vicinity with his food, otherwise. You know, you know what I don't like is... I don't like, like, the stewed tomatoes. Oh, fuck You know, those. like, chunks of tomato in my tomato sauce? I can't... No, don't... stewed tomatoes or, like, boiled tomatoes, like, fuck off with those things. No, no, mom, no. I, I think I've talked to this before. We used to make... Mom used to make cheeseburger uh, pie, and she'd put tomatoes on it, and I'd peel it off, and I just didn't like the bits where the tomato even touched it. And then she started making it half and half, and I would just devour that my half, because it was my half. <laughs> it was so good. You may have all my stewed tomatoes. Yeah, Legionnaires, you can have all the stewed tomatoes. You're, you're down. Just do not want. I agreed, Banyan. It's there's certain things where the the flavor plus texture does not mix well. No, you know what? Whatever. I like raw tomato. Like slice it up, put a little Absolutely. salt and pepper on it, and I yeah. like it. But but not cooked unless it's reduced to an unidentifiable puree. Agreed. With with no chunks. No chunks. Yeah, I, I mean it can be a little <laughs> chunk, like salsa. You can be a little chunky and like salsa type of thing, but it's got to be not. Well, salsa's not cooked, so yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fried green tomatoes. Nope. Do not want. I'm out. Never had them. I would try it though. I'm not against trying something at least uh, one time. I mean, it's tomato and fried. I already know I'm not going to like two of those things together. I the green doesn't make it any more appetizing to me. 
the goo around the seeds. Yeah, I agree. Ah. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, media sections. I have one, two, three, four things, and one of them we share, John. Oh, I mean, I only have. Well, technically, I'm sure two of the, both things I'm gonna talk about you've seen. So. Okay. And I've also seen as a thing that you guys have just seen. You may have seen the other thing I saw too. We'll see. Possible. Or seen the thing I, that I saw. I only watched like old old movies. So. Well, I guess I can go ahead with you know the Muppet Haunted Mansion. Sure. Yeah. So I mean I'm a huge Muppet fan to begin with, so I'm like anytime there's a movie, hell yes I'll watch it. Um, it was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't awesome. Uh, of course, Gonzo is the lead, so of course I'm going to watch it no matter what, just because he's awesome. <laughs> um, it was it was all right. Uh, the songs weren't bad. Um, the comedy was very much Muppet, and they even they even third walled themselves or whatever, going, "Yes, we're not going to explain every joke in this, but you will get them all." Um, it was your typical standard Muppet thing that, you know, they break the wall, they go out of the way, tons of puns, but it was just all right. It was only about an hour long, though, so it was it felt really short. Um, it, it had quite a big cast of normal people there, too, but it was just a meh. It, it, it gets my 2.5 Space Herpes. Um, I wish it would have been better, but, you know, you just got to deal with what you got to deal with. Um, pass or fail it's like I said it just gets the mayor rating because there's not much to it there was just it was just there type thing so it was just yeah I was kind of disappointed but there was some funny moments but nothing that made me roll it on the floor um, and I think it was mostly because there was it was all just Gonzo and very little of everybody else and the Muppets play well off of each other a lot and with him just there, just didn't make it feel good. It's enough. better when it's like an ensemble puppet show. Correct. Don't get me wrong. I love my Gonzo. Give me more of him. But, you know, he, he does well and he plays off of everybody. And there was a little less of him playing off of everybody. Type thing. So. Fair enough. Kathy, what you got? Uh... Did I mention last week, Lair of the White Worm? I couldn't remember if I saw you that. You did on not, no. because I would have remembered, because I've seen that movie a couple of times. Okay, yeah, so I, I watched it. It must have been Monday that I watched it then. Yeah, Lair of the White Worm. It's a good, it's a good October movie. Yeah, and... I'd say vaguely horror. I'm not sure. It's really more strange than horror, though. I mean, technically, it's horror got horror elements to it it's it very is david lynch strange though type it's even though it's strange. not david lynch it's it's uh cheesy it's yes. cheesy which which i like uh definitely moderate I, budget at best probably I, lower than moderate i think it was 1988 87 or 88 when it came out and it was a young Hugh Grant yep. and Peter Capaldi. Yes. And uh, oh, I don't what? remember the the woman's name. Uh, I don't Dango? remember. Anyways. Samantha <laughs> Dowdo. 
old ancient pagan snake cult human sacrifice snakes I just it was hilarious and I loved it yeah. <laughs> I had friends for years telling me I needed to watch that movie and it's free on Amazon Prime right now I'm trying to remember why I watched it in the first place I think I saw like there was some like compilation show on, on thing where it showed clips from various horror type movies and I saw some clips from it I'm like that looks strange and then I guess I walked by it in, in the old video store not even like a blockbuster video this is like free blockbuster this is just the local video store and I'm like fuck I'll rent that that seems odd and I saw clips from it and it was every bit as odd as I thought yep it's odd totally worth watching it's a good October movie I would classify it as as horror but it's it's the cheesy kind of horror yeah it's horror but it's it's much more interesting I think than a lot of modern horror movies because it's not it's, trying to jump scare you it's not trying to bloody gore you it's just just horror elements yeah um and also it's not a rehash of Dracula and vampires and Frankenstein and you know and 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 that kind of thing. It's it is a very original sort of thing. Yeah, it's very original. And Captain Izzy wooed me, youngin. Izzy, <laughs> what is pre-blockbuster nowadays? They're asking what is blockbuster. Oh, no, it's pre-Errol's Marshall. It was it, literally it was just the local video store. Our local video store was White Bear Video. I don't remember the name of it. It was in Cape St. Clair way back in the day. And before that, I had to go to, like, you remember back when they used to put them all in the white containers? The, like the white and black? Uh... I remember back when people didn't own their own VCRs and they were able to rent the VCR at the video rental store. Yep. Getting a VCR was a big deal. Yep. <laughs> like, you got a VCR with the wired remote? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My dad had that. And always flashing 12. <laughs> because you couldn't figure out the clock. It took like four PhDs to figure out the clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, unless you wanted to actually set the timer to record something if you weren't home. And my dad was able to figure that out. But not the clock, but he could figure out how to time it otherwise. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Too. That is correct. Yes. What? So what do you give uh, Layer of the White Worm as far as uh, oh, space herpes? Oh, it's got to have like three space herpes, but they're all beautiful space herpes. Beautiful snaky space herpes. Yeah. It's, it is a, it's a wonderful, hilarious ride. Yeah, based on something written by Bram Stoker, exactly, Paul. And yeah, I, I never read the source material either, but when I saw that it was Bram Stoker, I felt like I need to look that up. And honestly, that that actually feels about right because it's very similar in tone to Dracula. Yeah, yeah. But yet being so completely different from anything that's a, a vampire. Yeah, you know, definitely not. Story. So. Ah. What well, else uh, we have. What else we have? Uh, what do I talk about for? Let's talk. I watched two episodes of uh, Bane, and I watched two episodes of What If. Uh -huh. We still haven't seen the recent ones. Um, they're not recent because we watched the um, 
what if um, yeah, what's his name? Killmonger saved Tony Stark. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. And the what if uh, Thor was an only only child? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. And I would say that um, the Thor one should have been earlier in the series to break up the the down. Yeah, because that um, one was more of a lighthearted, silly yeah. thing. Yeah, it was very yep. lighthearted, silly, and after so many serious downer episodes in a row, it was really off-putting. And I think it was a very tonal mistake on their part. Um, it was fine. I, I wouldn't call it great. It was... It skipped humor and went straight into stupidity, and I was not ready for it, so it hit me yeah, wrong. So, yeah. um, so I, I give that one, I don't know, I'll be nice and say two and a half space herpes. Yeah, the meh. It, it's, it's funny, it's stupid, but solid humor. The, the Killmonger one started off much better, but really devolved into this dude that's mocking a thing where it's like, like, you're not the Joker planning these super elaborate plans where you've established everything. It's Marshall tells me he's much more like he was in the comics, which I will bow to his pure knowledge of the comics, but as far as the movie one goes, it was completely out of left field and fine. I would say the good and the bad sort of cancel out to another two and a half. So after a really strong start, what if has been kind of Meh. mediocre through the last couple? And yeah. Let's be fair. It's kind of mediocre for Marvel standards. So, as far as overall, it's still better. Like, aside from the zombies who didn't like for other reasons, every episode of that has been better than any episode of Clone Wars. So, I'm feeling great about that. <laughs> well, you know that we did lose an episode. There were supposed to be ten episodes in this season, and they took one of the episodes from this season and then put it in season two. Uh, a Gamora and a Tony Stark episode. Uh, yeah, um, Paul John is absolutely why it went there, but you st- it's still a very poor choice tonally for the series. You start with two highs, then you go way down low, and you have to realize you're going to lose some people with the zombie episodes. People just don't like, I don't like zombies. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It requires people to be stupid, and they're just out of character for those. And. The Thor one does bring you back up, but at that point, I think it's potentially too late. You've lost a small portion of the crowd, and the rest are just sort of like watching it because it's there. Um, so far, I'm fine with it. Maybe it'll bring it back up in the last episodes, but not. It's not great. It is the worst of the Marvel series that they've put out there, and I'm saying that having being unable to watch most of, uh, or unwilling to watch most of uh, WandaVision because I don't like sitcoms. The ending of that was strong enough that I'm willing to give it higher than that. Yeah, so. well, I mean, we the, the I watched the last episode, uh, the season finale, and it was a lot of fun. Um, it, it is a culmination episode of everything that's gone on in the What If. Oh yeah, you can see that based yeah. on the end of the Thor episode. You know that something's coming, so. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. I give it, because I'm not going to spoil it, I give it ooh, one space herpy uh, because uh, they took out the Gamora Tony Hawk episode. Tony Hawk. Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> now, that'll well, be, be cool. Honest, I'm in for the Gamora Tony Hawk episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. With that. Yep. Uh, Tony Stark and Gamora episode didn't make it in this season, uh, so it kind of felt a little weird, but uh, it'll be in the next season. So, 
it was it was okay. It was good, good fun, and it you can tell it's, you can tell it's still more of a setup. Everything's more set up, more set up, and more set up because there is uh, after credit scenes and such. So I'll just have to wait and see. Yep. Uh, but speaking about Marvel, we're getting a spinoff uh, from One Division. Um, so uh, of what's her face? Um, oh, brain fart. Um, what's her face? Photon? No, the the Lady Witch. Uh, oh, the fuck. From one division. What? Alright, whatever. Agatha, yeah, we're getting an Agatha spinoff. That is on the surface really dumb. Yeah, I, I'm kinda curious. I'm kinda curious to see what they're gonna do with it. I mean, I like the character, but I don't what time frame, all that stuff, what are we gonna put it in? But That is a immediately on my not gonna bother. I never watched WandaVision, so I don't have a horse in that race. Uh, I mean, I watched enough to know that I don't care enough about that character to watch a fucking series about her. I'll have to wait and see. I'm going to have to wait and see. That's like, you know, third tier villain in a fucking series getting, uh, oh, here's (laughs) your, uh, actually, the funny thing is if you made a series about Justin Hammer, I'd probably watch that. He's way more interesting. Trying to think of a villain that you'd be like, you wouldn't watch a series of She's just not that good of a villain. Yeah. I'm plenty positive, but that's a dumb idea. <laughs> they think they can make it what Loki is, and they're not going to be able to. There's there's none of that there. It's. I mean, it might just be good content that they're going to make, sure. Some people are going to like it. Definitely not for me. Kathy, do you have anything else? Uh... I have a few things, but I'll just mention since we're talking about Marvel things. I did, I did rewatch uh, Loki o- over the last couple of weeks, which was fun. It was fun to see it a second time, it, and it was, I think, even better a second time around. That was a that was a fun series, and I am very much looking forward to the next season of that. Uh, but other than that. Uh, I watched this weekend Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 is very underrated. It is. It is. I really enjoyed it. And I think I think what some people were looking at was they wanted it to be just as much of a wow as the first one. But it there never was, could. There never is no way be. that it could be because the first one was so original and different. And once you have that whole that whole thing with these guys fight ghosts and capture them and contain them. You're, that was a surprise in the first one. In the second one, what are they gonna do? You know, we all know what that is. Yeah. But the story itself was great, and yeah. Peter McNichol is a brilliant actor, uh, and he plays the uh, quasi villain. I don't want to say he's a villain. He's kind of possessed. Uh, really well. He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's very underrated. People should rewatch it more. Absolutely. Here's something. Alexa, stop. <laughs> I don't know what triggered that. Sometimes. Yeah, it, it's, it's random. It's weird. That happens to me, too. But, yeah, so it was really fun. I hadn't seen either of these in a really long time, and... 
it was just it was fun to revisit that just uh it, it there's not a lot of adventures with that kind of original storytelling uh being told these days yeah it's all really ashes so zero space herpes fair enough on those well, oh, oh you know what but let me just say, let's give a half a space herpy for the for the whole. Oh my God, Bill Murray's character was so creepy. I mean, like <laughs> he was a creeper, and he's harassing this woman. And in this day and age, that doesn't fly, and it isn't really that funny. The only thing that saves him is the fact that he has an opportunity to do terrible things and then does not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's what redeems him as a character. Thing. Exactly. But, but yeah, as I'm watching that, I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is creepy. And I think that that was one thing I didn't care about with that character. or I didn't care for that character. And it's probably on some level when I was younger and saw it because of that, because yeah. he was a creeper and, and just don't like to be harassed in that kind of a way. Because I loved all the other characters, like they were hilarious, and that was just like this thing that kind of made me a little uncomfortable. Other than that, fantastic. So, like I said, maybe a half a space herpy. Cool. Well, let's talk about something that's not half a space herpy, there, uh, Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Foundation. Uh, Foundation is an Apple TV show uh, based on Isaac Asimov's books. Um, I'm going to get this in. I'm only about four episodes in because they release it weekly. And I am enjoying the shit out of this show. It reminds me of like uh, Dune with all the history and the story and the emperor and all this stuff. I mean, that's where I'm getting the, the feel for it. Um, well, yeah. Apple TV been, has been some really good shows lately. Yeah. Unfortunately, no one's going to watch it because people aren't paying for Apple TV. Yeah. yeah. Well, it got renewed for a second season already, and the first season isn't even over. So the second season, of people are not going to watch it because people aren't going to be up on TV. Yeah. It's just, yep. it's, it's just, the answer is not your own streaming service. Yeah. I'm here to tell everyone out there that's not the answer. Yeah. They've they've got a few shows that I've watched on there. Um, I know that their other show like won a ton of Emmys or whatever recently. Um, but I was watching this because I heard it was a really good space opera sci-fi show and I was like yeah I, I got Apple TV I've got it for a while uh, I'll watch it and I'm enjoying the shit out of it it's really good it uh, it, it it reminds me of a good space opera um, very big history very big story very big things going on uh, you learn about it a lot so um, I'm enjoying the crap out of it so far I give it zero space therapies because I, I am enthralled by it um, El Marshall, I did try watching C, but I couldn't get past them doing martial arts because they're blind. Perfect martial have you, arts. Have you ever heard of Zatochi, the blind master? Well, I, I, I couldn't get past the first fight army scene where they were doing everything. So uh, everybody says to stick with it, but I was like, oh, wait, I have another episode of something else to watch. Wait, do you like Donnie Yen's character from Rogue One? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's 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 blind too. Did you like him? Yeah, but this one, yeah, this one. 
Okay. So, all right. So, let's go with the big one that we watched this weekend. Black the, Widow. The big one. Sure. <laughs> the big one. So, Black a Widow came out. <laughs> a, res- a resounding meh has been heard throughout the universe. Uh, I, I I agree with you. It came out on Disney uh, Plus for free, and I was like watching it, and I'm like, this is actually pretty boring. I didn't find it boring. What I found was the action scenes were fine until they introduced CG, and in an era where practical stunts are coming back, the CG was almost blatant. It wasn't good. Like, the car chase, when they're going through the car, they've got the the vehicle chasing them, was, it just felt wrong. Like, the explosions, when cars are flying, they just, some of it just felt wrong. You're like, mm, that doesn't, yeah. didn't strike me right. I don't know what it is, maybe mood again, but just didn't seem right. Like, when Black Widow and her quote-unquote sister are fighting, that was fine. That was a great scene. A lot of the peripheral ones like that were fine, but... Some of the some of the special effects, I think, I don't know if it was just a bit off, or my mind was just seeing through it. It just or didn't have that immersion for some reason. But yeah, it was not great. And the timing of it, it I don't care this, about Black Widow. Yeah. I know what a character was. I know what she was like. I know it. You know the 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 basic premise, and it just didn't feel worth it to watch. It should have been set out. Um, should have been set before it should they should have put it out before uh infinity war came out yeah needed to would have been good then stakes um it doesn't feel like set up even though it is set up i, I do give it credit it doesn't feel like it's just set up for other things um uh, even though i'm sure it is um i like the dynamic between her and her sister and, and everything um i have of course mentioned how people on the internet are upset with how they did taskmaster dirty and they did if you're a Taskmaster character, it's not really what Taskmaster is, but he's not a big villain, I'm here to tell you. He's third-tier Avengers villain, and they needed someone, so he had the name. It, by doing that, they gave you expectations. They will subvert those expectations, so fine there. I'm actually more upset that they played Red Guardian dirty. <laughs> they made him. a fucking thing, other than it be comic relief. Yeah. And I feel like that was a little bit of a mistake. Yeah, they made him comic relief. And... They made him too much he was like an 11 comic relief he needed to be a 10 he'd have been fine at a 10 but he went to 11 and and the way the movie was made he's not in it enough for that quote unquote comic comic relief redemption to mean as much you know when it happened you're like okay that's cool but it wasn't great yeah I agree it it just wasn't I was like I could have dealt without it and he needed he needed a good fight scene where he could have been awesome but they didn't give him that he just uh, fought Taskmaster and was not doing well. And you're like, uh, whatever, you know. I'm big guy. I strong. I make fun. Yeah. yeah, but he's supposed to be Russian super soldier. You know, he's yeah. supposed to be Russian Captain America. I mean, the jokes for a lot of the jokes for him do land well. David Harbour does a great job selling those. It's just too much of it, and it's just it's off the mark. It feels like a DC movie. Yeah, I could I could get you on that one. I you know, agree. just sort of just just enough off the mark. You're like, ah, you know, that could have been, but it wasn't. So, a solid two and a half. Um, now, granted, compared to other action movies, it's probably more of a two because it is compared to a lot of modern action movies and not top tier ones. It's fine. I I would probably classify it as the 
in a fight for least likely for me to rewatch Marvel movie. Yeah, probably least likely for me to rewatch. Yeah, I, I have no I, desire to. I mean, I would definitely rewatch The Incredible Hulk more and probably rewatch Thor The Dark World because the emotional moments in that are more interesting. The Thor and Loki dynamics more interesting. Uh, which is too bad because Jelena and, and Natasha have a good dynamic together and I thought that was interesting, but just not enough. No, it, it, it was it was very much a meh. Better than a poke in the eye. But that's about it. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, yes, but we said that, but they they made it, they, they hid that, so I give them a little credit for hiding that. That was the point because there is, of course, after credit scene that goes there. But, uh, We'll see how it plays out overall. But again, eh, it's not my least favorite Marvel movie. That is still Infinity War, though everything in Infinity War, the action, everything is much better. But the comedy smacks a very similar, just overdone at points. Oh, I love Iron Man 3, Marshall. I think that's fun. But then again, it's Shane Black, and I like Shane Black stuff. I think as far as a Marvel movie, it's very far out there as far as different tonally, but... And I love the Mandarin reveal. People got their panties in a bunch about that, and I thought that was fucking great. <laughs> so, there you go. Alright. I am still looking forward to Shang-Chi, though. Yes, I am, too. Um, guys, so that's... tomorrow, a... speaking of media... Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm going to see James Bond tomorrow at the IMAX. I heard that's getting a lot of good reviews. <laughs> I mean... IMAX. It better be amazing after the last one. Yeah, Everybody's I've been saying... hearing good things about it. Yep. From people, so yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I uh, Banyan saw it and he said good things about it. So there you go. I'm waiting for more reviews. Uh, I will probably not go out and risk the theater to see it, but uh, you can blame that on Spectre more than anything else. I, I, I needed to see it in the IMAX. <laughs> seems like that's James how Bond it was filmed. That's how it was filmed. So, yeah. Seems like James Bond. James Bond keeps getting me. You know, you're like, oh, you know, didn't really like his. You know, didn't really like the one before Casino Royale. So I skipped that in the theater. Watched that. I'm like, oh, that's great. Then I watched. You know, um... it's, it's, it's it like the Star Trek. Yeah, but I'm, I'm on the I'm on the wrong schedule. It's like Quantum of Solace. Like, <laughs> uh, saw the theater. It was fine. And actually, uh, uh was it uh. Uh, Cinema Winds actually did a, is doing a James Bond thing on the uh, Daniel Craig James Bond. So watch those if you're interested. It actually made me want to revisit Quantum of Solace. Uh, yeah. But I was like, Quantum of Solace was kind of, eh, it was fine. It was decent, but not enough. And I didn't see Skyfall. And Skyfall was great. And you're like, fuck. I feel like this is the this is the cherry on top of my entire last year <laughs> of watching all of the James Bond films in yep. order. It's, it's like you have to. Yeah. This is a requirement right here. Absolutely. And I look forward to the Kathy review. <laughs> and right. with that. I'm John. I'm Kathy. And I'm Gonzo. Good night. They're playing shenanigans. They're just playing video games. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. So it should be fun. Oh, it's go deeper. Uh, phrasing? Go deeper. Uh, uh we're good for not phrasing anymore? Uh, go deeper. Just go deeper.
gonna keep repeating it. It's still not crazy. <laughs>